0: I grew up eating cereal at the kitchen counter watching Beast Wars on the television and now I'm a grown up and I like to eat cereal at night watching Beast Wars on the television. You know, I grew up loving sugary cereal and as I got older I still love The texture of cereal and, you know, you eat these healthy cereals and they don't hit the same way. But luckily, cereal that's good for you doesn't have to suck. It could just be a little magic. Ooh, (laughs) you know where I'm going with this. It's time to try Magic Spoon Cereal. Cereal that tastes good and is good for you. Each serving contains zero grams of sugar, over 13 grams of protein, and less than five grams of net carbs. It's healthy. It's low-carb, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. You can relive all those favorite moments watching your favorite cartoons. Plus, it's only 140 calories a serving. Magic in every spoonful. Eight unique flavors. You'll never get bored. My personal favorite is maple waffle. Yum, yum. I do like mixing them up a little bit, too, like a little frosted and peanut butter or cookies and cream and peanut butter or cocoa and peanut butter. Peanut butter blends with a lot of them. But... My favorite is maple waffle. Honey nut's good, too, but maple waffle is my absolute favorite. So I'm a fan. I don't feel gross after I eat it. I, I like to eat it as a dessert, as my fourth meal after I've had a sensible dinner. A couple hours later, maybe I'm still hungry. Rather than reaching for sugary junk, I reach for Magic Spoon. So head to ham to grab a custom bundle of cereal and try the magic for yourself. And be sure to use our promo code HAM at checkout to save $5 off your first order. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember, get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash ham and use the code ham to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. What's up shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy! South Shore of Nassau County, Long Island. He is six foot two, 300 pounds and climbing. All you got to do is trust me, Jackson Maine. What are you doing here? Abortion is healthcare. Thanks for the message, Jackson Maine. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabrus. Arthur, give him a shout out. Arthur is not my brother, but a senior dog. Also joining me in the High Mighty Studios, first time guest from the Headcom Fair, from the Keeping Records podcast, it's Shelby Wallstein. Bow, pow, 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 pow. Yay. I uh I just need to hit the oxygen for a couple of minutes and then yeah. whenever we're ready no, take a br- Hey, take a break. <laughs> take a break. That was really hard. <laughs> that is the hardest part of my day, which says more about my day <laughs> than anything else.
1: <laughs> hey, that sounded really hard. Why don't you take a break or something? Okay. I'll talk to the people.
0: <laughs> Shelby, how are you doing my inner monologue <laughs> that's going on all day long? Hey, that was really cool of you that you did the bare minimum you should like smoke weed and order food now and you like vibe out for the rest of the day you did it
1: (laughs) yeah why not come on
0: (laughs) i'm such a fucking child like being on being on my own i'm just like okay well i went to the gym and i sent those three emails now i'm gonna get high and play ps5 for seven hours
1: (laughs) if i go to the gym all bets are off i'm like i can do anything because i went to the gym
0: yeah, it. I kind of get activated in that way too Where I'm like, oh yeah, I don't even give a fuck what I eat To be fair though, when I'm exercising regularly I'm less likely to eat gross Which is just, you know, something you learn as a Psychological warfare <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When you're 40, you're like, oh, I feel better I get it <laughs> It's like, wait, sometimes a vegetable,
1: <laughs> not bad. actually. I, at the end of the
0: day. I like just took three weeks off drinking after uh, a vacation. I was like, I just need to take a break. And I was exercising uh, very frequently, hitting the pool a lot. And then one night I got drunk for m- watching Monday night football and went to the pool the next day. And I could not, I felt like such shit swimming laps that I was like, oh my God, I just never noticed how much alcohol yeah. affected me. You know, I was just like, I was at default such shit all the time that it didn't hit, but when I was like clean living for 20 days and then was hung over one day, I was like, oh, it is poison, great. This stuff is ultimately bad for you. Okay, looks like everyone but American Advertisers was correct. No,
1: hey, they're drinking abroad a lot more.
0: mm Touche, they are. Yeah. Why the fuck That's
1: what I love about abroad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been abroad? (laughs) You talking about it. (laughs) Clearly we have both two shut ins. I love going abroad. (laughs) For me, it's about the food and the people.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The food, the people, and really the ambiance.
0: Yes, seeing the sights abroad is like eye opening. Once you're abroad, you come back a changed person.
1: Sites are really different abroad than they are local <laughs> sites.
0: You got to <laughs> see the abroad sites. It's wild.
1: It's crazy. The sites that you can see when you're elsewhere <laughs> that
0: <laughs> haven't been elsewhere. Uh, I always love when like a, someone who's like my age is like, well, I, I was living in London for a little bit and you're like, oh, cool. What for? They're like junior year. I went, uh, like, oh, you studied abroad <laughs> for a semester, which you is cool. You were living there for a minute. You were, <laughs> yes.
1: you were doing like what, what? <laughs> 19, 20 year olds do <laughs> right.
0: It's just what, like so many people try to like Oh yeah, when I was in Italy We would go out, blah, blah, blah And you're like, oh, that's so sick What are you doing there? Oh, finishing my communications degree <laughs>
1: <No>. <laughs>
0: Okay Did you study abroad?
1: I did study abroad Where'd you go? Buenos Aires
0: Ooh South America,
1: yeah. a little different a little Everyone little expected different your- me to say Europe Everyone listening said That's a girl who went to Europe
0: Wrong I'm Wrong <laughs> what brought you there? What what made you choose that? Was there a specific program there or something?
1: Uh no. <laughs> this is uh true about so many things in my life, but my sister was like, I think you'd really like Buenos Aires. And I was like, all right. <laughs> 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 She'd never been. <laughs> 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 she just said, I'd like it. I said,
0: now, that's where I'll go. Now, okay, you said, like so many things in my life. Now, it's does where I that went mean to
1: college was because my sister okay, I was about like, to ask, is I it think specific? You're like Vermont. I said,
0: I'll go to Vermont. It's specifically because your sister. Now, I thought like we're you were just even... easily susceptible to <laughs> suggestions. No,
1: it really is her because <laughs> I think she's not always willy nilly with her advice. So if she's given it, I'm like, I should take that.
0: Oh man, is she your older sister? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So an (laughs) older sibling validation is kind of like, yeah, I think I would like Vermont and Buenos Aires.
1: (laughs) I'm like, wait, I guess I'll build my personality around those two places if I must. (laughs) If I must.
0: (laughs) My early 20s? Perfect. But so what what was Buenos Aires like? And was your sister correct about you liking it?
1: She was correct. I also think she was right about she was like you would like she was right about Vermont for sure. I really wanted to go to Colorado and I didn't get in.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, you know what? I'm going to take your advice sis
1: <laughs> And she was like, "If you like Colorado, you'll probably like Vermont." I said, "You're being crazy." And then I was like, "I guess I'll go to Vermont." <laughs> 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 I was like, "Yeah, I guess there's the mountains and stuff." Um and then Buenos Aires, she was right too. I love Buenos Aires. I I've told the story on what, my podcast once, but when I lived in Buenos Aires, I accidentally became a drug dealer and it was like a very weird part of living abroad.
0: Uh, okay. Yeah. And I'm glad you told this on keeping records, but I'm going to need like two more pieces of context.
1: To <laughs> <laughs> no, you have to go listen to my, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> we stop and play it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I go, no, you literally have to pause this podcast. Um, no, I, I was studying abroad. Uh, I lived with like 16 people abroad and
0: in like a giant house or like a giant hostel or like four to a room it was like
1: this woman's house that she had converted into a hostel but she was like our house mom but it was a hostel like it was like a million of us um and it was south america everyone was doing drugs (laughs) um but mostly like we you could find coke on any corner but you couldn't find weed anywhere. <laughs> it's like impossible.
0: So we started
1: searching for weed, like everywhere. We were like, where can we get weed? <laughs> we were like, anything else we want, we can find. <laughs> we can't get good weed.
0: But I'm like 20 abroad, so I don't need too much other stuff. Sh- <laughs> <Like>, yeah, like- <laughs> I just
1: like mostly need <laughs> weed. And so we uh, ended up talking to this DJ who was like, yeah, I got weed. And we were like, what kind? Because we kept getting duped by this weed that was like just like dirt condensed into like a small cube, and you'd have to like chip it off. It was terrible. It was like it was like, like bad
0: hash. It sounds like it sounds like it that's was like
1: ter- it was like you couldn't even get high if you tried.
0: It was oh. like really, <laughs> okay, so it might not have been even hash. Okay, yeah, it, it, was, it like, was like goose shit. <laughs> yeah, it was.
1: They were literally like, "No, that's weed."
0: <laughs> and we were like,
1: "It's literally not." Um, <laughs> but then so we talked to this DJ, and he was like, "I got weed," and we were like, Flour? Like,
0: (laughs) is it green
1: (laughs) (laughs) what color what consistency and he ended up selling us weed and then he was like I have a he kept being like I have a full menu I have a full menu and we were like okay and then I went on a trip for spring break and had given his he told me I could give his contact to like some of the guys I lived with so I was like (laughs) hey if you need anything Texas guy and then one of them like opened their like drug package on the street in front of him. And he was obviously livid. (laughs) And so then when I got back in town, he was like, you're the only American I'll sell to.
0: But this was like the hookup.
1: (laughs) So it ended up. So you had to
0: become a go-between for all So that it was like, okay,
1: every American abroad, which was like everyone I went to school with, like (laughs) it was like, I had to be like, all right, just like get your orders into me by like, <laughs> like whatever
0: time. <laughs> hey guys, friendly email. It's when it's Shelby Wednesday at <laughs> eight is the cutoff for weed orders. What's everybody want?
1: Yeah, we were like, I mean, it was like getting weeds, Xanax, like whatever, Coke. Obviously, it just because that was sort of the culture there. And so we were like, okay, we need all of it. <laughs> and so I would end up doing these like massive orders from this guy. <laughs> And he would give me discounts because I was buying in bulk. And then, and then I you would charge
0: your friends the, the full, normal right? price. Yeah. And so then could I could even, like, you could have even upped it a little bit and just find carriers fee and risk. Yeah, I fee. mean, yeah.
1: I was just left and right selling. Dr- and then there was like a period towards the end of abroad where I was like, I'm just fully a drug dealer. Like, right. I, yeah. I fully have people that know me abroad as the girl to get drugs from. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, while you are a, a very interesting person, your vibe isn't South American drug lord.
1: <laughs> no, sure. I was like muling <laughs> it across country borders. It's like no no one asked.
0: <laughs> yeah, my friend opened it the pack in front of him once, but I never took it out of my asshole when he was <laughs> around. Uh, okay. Yeah,
1: I waited until I got into my room. No, it was like, it was fun, because like, I would sleep with it under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh one of my roommates I caught like I like woke up to him like army crawling into my room to try and get and I was like, get the fuck out of here. And it was like, damn, I really am. <laughs> I like,
0: Yeah, not, you now you start sleeping with a fucking gat and shit. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, well, so that's when I bought, yeah, like six <laughs> guns. <laughs> That's when I really invested in Armory. And um,
0: I, I too had got, Paolo was my guy, my security man, my body man. In
1: yeah. my sock, always a machete, obviously. Um, and then, you know, whatever Big I socks. could hide around the room.
0: <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I never studied abroad. I wanted to. I wanted to study in Australia so bad, but. Uh... Couldn't really convince my parents to pay for it. (laughs) It's
1: it's a tricky sell.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, you made me go to a school two hours away so you can keep tabs on me. I want to go to Australia. I want to
1: go where you'd have to fly for a day to get to
0: me. Ideally, you never come. Uh, (laughs) But uh, all this uh, drug dealing, uh, s- nice segue into our topic today, which is <laughs> other segue. other forms of things you do, like things you do in desperate times for a couple of bucks. <laughs> and we're talking, we're talking babysitting, uh, which it, for some reason was one of the. I was like, hey, we usually pick a topic. He threw out babysitting was first, and I was like. Fuck, I don't think anyone's ever pitched that. And I was a babysitter for like, I mean, not including the fact that I'm the oldest of three boys and two parents who worked full time <laughs> and w- nights and weekends. Right. But besides that, I also like babysat for neighborhood kids and my mom's friends' kids and shit. So it was so, f- I couldn't like, I'm like, yeah, I don't think I ever get a chance to talk about that weird shit. Babysitting was like my entire... Jerking off in a strange bathroom (laughs) when a 10-year-old kid's asleep. Like, like,
1: (laughs) babysitting is the weirdest gig. (laughs) I also, like, my mom had me start babysitting as a, like, quote-unquote, mother's helper.
0: Bro, I've never heard that phrase. I did that shit, too, when I was, like, 12, and for me, that was... With hindsight, realizing what I was doing, I was just playing video games with like a, a kid on the spectrum. That was like yeah. his, that was difficult for his mom to. His mom had a hard time. So she'd be like, "I just need a mother's helper." And and this kid eventually, my my little buddy Tommy, he was eventually <laughs> like, "John, you could just play the game because I was better at the games than him." So he would just want to watch <laughs> me win. So I'd go over and get like ten dollars an hour cash to play video games for like four hours and just have this hyperactive kid standing next to me shouting and pointing at the screen. And so I had my own little like video game hype. Man, shout out Tom. Being a
1: mother's helper was like bonkers because she was home, she was doing her shit. And it was literally like, I'm going to cook if you could just like hang. And I'd be like, "Yeah, no worries."
0: <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like the woman that I was doing that for like was working from home. She was just like, no. I need like a couple of hours where you guys just go in the room and like I can breathe or something." <laughs> yeah,
1: and they paid me. I like when I think about it, I'm like, "What a waste of money!"
0: <laughs> Wait, <laughs> was, what an insane misuse of money! Like, yeah,
1: uh, you're, you're misusing your funds. Yeah, you and it's didn't cra- need I, me there.
0: I'm so happy I learned a work ethic growing up, but like spending four hours with like an eight-year-old when you're 12 is like not great. It's not that fun.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing is I'm young enough that nobody is that much younger than me. Like the youngest kid I could be a mother's helper for, not that much younger than me.
0: No, you end up being like an older sibling to strangers more or less. Uh, I'm just
1: like, yeah, your mom wanted to, uh, I guess, uh, be quiet for a minute. So it's my turn. To uh hang
0: out. I'd be like sitting playing a video game, like the mom would come in and be like, Tommy, John, do you guys want peanut butter sandwiches? <laughs> and I was like, yeah. right. I mean, from, from her perspective, I was like, she's like, yeah, we have this nice um uh, you know, like, he's a he's a weird guy, lives in the neighborhood. We let him come over and play video games. Like I in hindsight, like I was just like a feral dog they let in that <laughs> <laughs> and, and paid. <laughs> yeah, thank you for my $10. Yeah. I re- dude, and so. I didn't babysit I was gonna say late in life because like once I was old enough to like once I was like fifteen or sixteen, I was a lifeguard and that like paid better and made me feel less like a weirdo you know this Can't is the mid nineties there's still a little uh you know uh misogyny and homophobia to the idea of being a babysitter and uh mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like a little bit of your friends, even your dad calling you like a manny and shit like that <laughs> yeah know, like, <laughs> like, yeah, so I was so stoked to become a lifeguard, but being a kid and getting, like, $35 cash in, like, 1994 from, like, a straight, like, a lady just drives you home and is like, thank you. There's an extra, like, you know, you do, like, two and a half hours and they pay you for three and you're like, holy f- Fuck, I am an extra rich. five. Yeah, I know. When you have, a, you feel, <laughs> and you feel like a like. I felt like I was like, I can't even let my mom and dad know about this money. Like this yes, is because I'm rolling in it. <laughs> yeah, if I if don't want find them out to how much. Feel cash, bad. Yeah, if I, <laughs> I, it was more like I'm worried they'll cut me off in some way. Like, oh, you got your own money. You could buy your own ice cream. Like, no.
1: <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I like was mother's helper. And then started babysitting. And then I was like, I was a ski instructor. I was a camp counselor. Like I was just hanging. I was just hanging with the kids.
0: Well, yeah, to be fair, becoming a lifeguard for your, like at a pool for the first two summers is who goes to the public pools all summer long is <laughs> summer camps. So I'm just pretty much like, I, I pretty much was a like camp counselor for a couple of years, watching kids around kids at the pool all the time. Uh, that's, the camp counselor transition is a great transition because it's like you, f- you get, just like getting to play video games with a, like an eight year old. You kind of get to be at camp, mm-hmm, exactly. Uh, uh, and like being a lifeguard, you kind of get to be at the pool. Like and you get paid for it, and you have a lot of you have a lot of responsibilities for a sixteen year old kid, like people's <laughs> lives and shit, <laughs> yeah. which is like way too much for totally one their parent,
1: <laughs> <laughs> which is nuts. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Like just calling a kid like a dumpling in like what you think is nice, and then they're like the mom comes and talks to you like three days later, and you're like, oh yeah, yeah, sorry, I fucked that kid up for life by accident. Yeah, he's, he's not 16. gonna get over it anytime soon. <laughs>
1: but I couldn't have, yeah, I, the I went to camp and then was a counselor at the camp I went to. Oh hell, and yeah. it was like it. Is really funny to like look at now because it was like I was still taking some of the events as seriously as I was as a kid. Like I was like, no, this is my experience, and you won't ruin it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <To> like, <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm reliving my glory days. Like you're like a co- <laughs> like a high school football coach who like puts the helmet and pads on every yeah, once like in a while. It's like Color
1: War, and I'm like, get out there and make me proud. I swear to God. <laughs> like,
0: You're a cyanide caplets. If you get caught, put this under your tongue.
1: There are like counselor events and I'm giving it my all. Like I'm trying so hard.
0: Now, not every kid gets to be a babysitter because there's like a certain level of responsibility that needs to be conveyed. So I, I'm not fully surprised that you have that like responsible edge, you know you got you got a little bit of like show had to keep the books care of together, yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh because I was just curious like what what were you like? Is it like what made you because i I know you have an older sister who uh forced you to uh ch- ch- chose your college and chose your...
1: <laughs> my path in life <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should do podcasts, you'd like it. Have you ever listened to one, sis? No, nah, I don't have time.
1: <laughs> no, but you would probably like them. <laughs> Um, yeah I like that her advice comes with sort of a nonchalance and a a lack of care and I'm still like absolutely All right,
0: cool yeah I'll live there for uh, 90 days Uh, yeah fuck it you said maybe I would like it and you've never been there I'm in
1: (laughs) I might like Vermont if I liked Colorado guess I'll spend four years there and a lot of money if I could (laughs) Um, no I, I was a terrible student but like I was like it is kind of crazy that people trust me with their kids because I was not like a like a buttoned up like I was kind of like messing around, getting in trouble, getting detention. But I was always like good with kids. And I think people were just like, oh, we like her. <laughs> and so then they were like, she can watch the kids. And it was always like someone that like my parents knew whether closely or loosely and they were just like, oh, we like Shelby. And so then I would come over and then I would like become friends with the kids. They're like 10 years younger than me and I'm like, (laughs) you are my buddy. And then I also like played a lot of sports. So like, like I babysat this kid named Nolan and he had all sisters and it was like, well, I'd go outside with him and like play basketball or like play
0: catch. And it was like,
1: Oh, he loves that. <laughs> so then it was like I had to be around. <laughs>
0: yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah. I was not a responsible kid at all, but it was like kind of the same thing because I watched my brothers so much. My mom's friends would be like, well, does Jonathan do any babysitting? And my mom'd be like, yeah, I need to get I him guess. out of the house. So I mean, yeah, make some money. I would love money. for him to be away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and I had like, I was good at talking to adults. I, you know, I was like, exactly. I was like a little. I was a smart ass but so including in that is some a little bit of smarts so I knew how to talk to adults and I and kids always kind of liked me and so then I ended up getting like that ended up being like a like a quote-unquote career that ended up being like that ended up being a way to make money for a few years that was like really like I I babysat like my mom's friend's kid like and then you would babysit like my youngest brother's friends, uh, younger brother, you know, like uh, I got the like all these weird pipeline. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you're like, shit, I actually can't. I need like a night off to spend some of this cash. I'm fucking <laughs> racking. I'm in.
1: rolling in money and I have no time to spend it. <laughs> God.
0: And and I was, you know, uh, and I guess I am still a curious person. And maybe I mean uh, nosy and voyeuristic, but (laughs) I would definitely be like in the cabinets and shit. Like I would be like the second they left, or and once the kid was asleep, if they had like TV, like good TV, because I we didn't have shit at home yet until we got the illegal box. So I would, and I was like a little movie kid, surprising no one. I was like, oh (laughs) fuck, I gotta watch Hellraiser tonight as the kids are asleep. Like yeah, that was you have no supervision. You're the parent. Yes, and you I had. I was, I had more freedom babysitting than I did staying home. <laughs> like, like, like my my because parents were so strict and obnoxious. Have. Yeah. And, and they're thankful and they tell, and they got, st- they have stuff that you're fucking, And I'm, I'm, I'm using the you here, but maybe I should just use me. Cause it's going to be very specific. They got shit that you're like white trash parents don't buy or can't afford, you know, like, like they have, t- they have taste in food and, and movies. And, and they're
1: always like, <laughs> you know what? Order pizza. You're always getting pizza. You're Dude. always getting pizza.
0: Yeah, because they were like, the kids, the, that's how you get the kid. Well, your mommy, you're leaving. It's like, but you're going to have pizza with Jonathan later. And, you're, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. That's uh, sick. The dream gigs were like the Friday or Saturday night, like the parents have to go to a wedding or something. You got to get there at 5.30. The kid goes to sleep at 8, but they're not going to get home till 11 and yep. you let the kids stay up till like whole time. you get paid the whole time you let the kids stay up till like 8.30, 9 o'clock so you're the winner but then you get those like okay now it's time for you to go to sleep and I'm gonna stalk around your house like the Baba Duke. <laughs> and Like you can't, <laughs> you cannot be awake for what I'm happens I'm gonna slender men
1: this- through the hall- hallways and really <laughs> figure out what's going on around now, here
0: I'm going to take a shower <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> I'm gonna see how you guys live
0: <laughs> I'm opening one of your mom's drawers <laughs> for sure <laughs>
1: I don't know which one. If you know hey, it's what the good one, one, let me know. It's, like, it's the one I'm guessing is underwear. Yeah, there was, there, there also was like, yeah, getting paid for the period of time where like the kids were asleep, but you were waiting. That was, that- the, I felt like I was really cheating the system. Like I was like, I was like, this is how, I, this is how I win.
0: Like- it felt it felt like um like that's like the babysitting kid version of overtime right that's like time and a half you're like yeah and then you get paid for your downtime you know you get like so i'm like you know i i and i'm like crazy about uh money for time like anything that where Where it feels like I'm getting some sort of advantage. I love, you know, I'm always like, I made $30 by just watching this movie while the kid was asleep. Like the idea that I got paid $30 cash for those two hours while they were gone or 23 hours. It's like, it feels like shit, dude. And then like if you fall asleep or something, you're like, dude, I got paid like $10 to sleep for an hour. (laughs) Yeah, that was sick. (laughs) That was so Uh sick
1: yeah it was like always really great I loved babysitting and then there were like the random times where it would like actually get really hard and you would be like whoa wait a second this was supposed to be the easy gig like you're kid sitting there and the kid down. has like a bad dream and you're like uh
0: no you're like no you're supposed to be I'm supposed to be off duty for two hours I'm
1: like I'm actually on break
0: <laughs> I had to I had to <laughs> I babysat my brother's friend's little brother so my mom knew the mom and that mom had to call my mom and say, like, uh, I'm not... It doesn't matter if he did. I'm just curious. Did... Do you know if... Can you ask Jonathan if he ate, like, a couple of cans of soup from the... <laughs> it's like, Campbell's Chunky Soup? And, she, and my mom was like, did you? I was like, mm, I don't know. No. It's like... doesn't sound said- like me at all. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, I drank three cans of cold soup. Because I was just like... <laughs> it was like, oh, this is so fun. It's like... <laughs> beef and carrot (laughs) beverage and I like was just (laughs) cracking them open and drinking them I was a little fat kid obvious surprising no one so I'm like oh I'm gonna go ham on these snacks and then you get into like you know sh- frenzy mode where <laughs> you're like okay one more can of soup and then i got to stop <laughs> and then i got to to crack a cold one and the cold one being Campbell's chunky
1: beef and carrot soup like
0: pulling <laughs> it out like yeah. wet dog food yeah
1: the end is just like the leftover chunks that didn't get done that you're like mm. Mm. little bits <laughs> uh i also like y- it was such good money too cuz there was no tax like there was nothing it was like pretty good Cash and I babysat for one family where the dad consistently mispaid me, but sometimes heavily in my favor to the point where I would just like keep my mouth shut. And it was like, if I got underpaid, I just had to hope that the next time I was getting really overpaid,
0: I I found in like the, the, the. A few couples that I interacted with, like the husband and white mom and dad, I found that there was always a disparity in like, oh, I'd be like, oh, I hope the mom pays me with this family, but I hope the dad pays me with this family. Because one family, the dad always rounded up, and I don't know what he maybe thought like the base rate was. Like, I think I was getting paid $12 an hour or $15 an hour. And he would be like, wait, so you're here for four hours? Okay, 80 bucks. And I'd be like, uh-huh <laughs> you're like, exactly right <laughs> yep that's right and then you're like sitting in the passenger like, seat as no they drive tip. you home <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's when you start to feel like a like uh like an escort <laughs> you know yeah. when the, like the guy like the yeah, mom is just driving you home and you're like thank you and you can of the car with your 80 dollars cash and run into your house <laughs> being
1: in the car as a like Kid or teen being in the car alone with another adult that wasn't your parent or like your babysitter was one of the most surreal, bizarre, Dude, weird experiences you could. Some have. ran
0: and, and in my in hindsight, these people were so old. But I'm guessing <laughs> if I was twelve, they were like younger than I am now. These parents. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were like in their mid 30s and uh, they you know, they would like parents. the music they would pick would be different than your parents music. And you'll be like, oh, my God, Mr. Stone listens to the weirdest fucking shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I had kind of like, I think the reason adults liked me is because I was sarcastic really early and that got me in trouble with a lot of kids. <laughs> But adults were like, "All right, that's kind of cool."
0: Like, oh, that's honestly, that's Shelby. That's probably similar to me because I had my chemistry teacher famously told my parents, "As a student, I can't stand him, but if he was my kid, I would really like his company."
1: Yeah, I, I would get <laughs> I <was> like, <laughs> in trouble. Like, I would get like sent to be in trouble with for like uh, people being affected and I would be like, "Oh, I was like really kidding," <laughs> yeah. and it was like me not like I remember my mom had to be like. Yeah, you just sort of can't tell jokes. <laughs> like,
0: you can't joke. Kids are bitches, okay? <laughs> <laughs> my
1: mom was like, Yeah, you're not allowed to tell jokes anymore.
0: That's was so like, funny.
1: That's crazy. But so I would, like, sit in the car and be like, Almost like, All right, Rhonda. Like, I always wanted to call someone by their first name and be like, Rhonda, how was the night? Like, did you guys have a nice time? And then, like, make a joke about someone at the thing and then be like, Anyway, like, and yeah, if you,
0: why don't you get out here? <laughs> hey you get some sleep it's been a long <laughs> night for you
1: i'm sure um and then also if you got to the point where you were irregular regular enough where you could kind of make f- jokes about the kids like you could be like and you know how julia is <laughs> and right? they'd be like they'd be like oh totally like you could get yes. the almost talk shit on their kids you were like now this is living
0: yeah that always <laughs> that always felt good that uh, and then also it was really fun like some kids you could do like the opposite with be like, Where did your mom get this whack ass fucking blanket yeah. from? And the kids are like, I know we hate it. Isn't it <laughs> ugly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always
1: tell her she loves it.
0: <laughs> and then, like, when the next Friday when you're babysitting and the parents are leaving, it's like, Don't worry, I'll swaddle him up in his favorite blanket. And they're like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love the blanket. <laughs> and they're like looking at you, being
0: like, oh. "Um." <laughs> Fuck you, mom. <laughs> Fuck you, mom. Yeah, behind her head being like <laughs> suck it. Doing <laughs> degeneration act. Yeah.
1: I uh yeah, I there there was such like a weird also like I babysat for this guy who was single. He was single dad and he had a girlfriend and she would pay me dirt. Like she would if she came home before him cuz she was living with him for a little She would pay me like $20 for being there for like six hours. And I'd be like, absolutely not. (laughs) And I'd have – so then I would talk to the kids and I'd be like, how do you feel about your dad's girlfriend? Because I'm not sold. (laughs) I'd be like, we got to get rid of this bitch. You're like uh, the
0: character in Stepmom. We can hate her if you tell us to, Shelby.
1: (laughs) I I was literally like, I wouldn't be mad if she just sort of (laughs) – disappeared <laughs> <laughs> they were like yeah we <laughs> should her. kill her
0: <laughs> you're like oh, "Ah, yeah.
1: okay i was like well you know in a hypothetical sense Kill all yeah. well, your dad from does our storyline
0: f- 15 bucks an hour so off these pinches. let's go <laughs>
1: uh yeah i it was also like parents sometimes wanted to like take the sting out of them leaving so much that they would they would like have really fun games or something that they would be like, and I bought this for you to play while I'm go-, And you were like, fuck yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. It was like in the realm of the pizza thing where it would yes. be like, yeah. And she'll be like, you know, the mom would be like on the way out be like, and there's brownies in the fridge, but they're only allowed one each. Okay. Yeah. No, and be you'd like, be like,
1: you guys get six. Each. Be like, you guys
0: get, uh, you guys get two each. I'm going to let your mom assume that you ate six each. Cause I'm going to have
1: 12. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go pretty crazy. Cause I'm a
0: 13 year old boy and I'm overweight I'm go and I'm crazy. disgusting. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not going to get less disgusting as I get older. I don't know this now, but I'm a fucking pig. So look out kids. <laughs> um,
1: No, I, but yeah, if they, they left and they're like, by the way, we bought a tie dye kit. It's in the thing. If you need something to do, like they'd whisper like the things they have available to you and you'd be like, cool, 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 cool. And then you get to decide if you want to do them.
0: Oh man, if a kid was like, can we watch a movie that would like, oh, can we watch a movie or can we go play video games and me playing like a little kid being like my babysitter beat this level for me is like, you know, like, and you, you, you come in like you're fucking, uh, I'm trying to think of a correct example. You're like Benny, the jet on Sandlot. You know what I mean? Like you come in and they're like, oh shit, look, he's got look at the high score. And it's (laughs) like, yeah, I mean, I'm. More mentally developed, slightly more mentally developed than you are, (laughs) and I'm practicing. Yeah, and I'm playing at. I'm playing this game at home, and I'm so I get it. One of the
1: worst things, though, was losing to one of the kids you babysit at. Anything like if I was, if they came, like. I remember playing soccer with a kid I babysat and I was like always better than him. And then all of a sudden he started kicking my ass and I was like, now what the fuck is this? I was like, you're grounded, (laughs) I think. (laughs) I was like, all right, game's over. You have to go to your room and think about it.
0: (laughs) You hurt my feelings. What? Well, go inside and process that.
1: (laughs) You're grounded for a minute.
0: (laughs) You'll figure it out. You'll realize what you did wrong. You'll figure it out. No problem.
1: <laughs> He's like, I literally just gave it my all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> As requested by everyone in my life. Yeah, well, everyone tells get me lost, to give it loser. <laughs> I go, yeah,
1: except for against me. Pafakulo,
0: go to your fucking room, you fucking
1: creep. That was always the worst. When they had meltdowns, or if there was something that you actually felt like you had to, like, discipline, I was like, now I am out of my depth. <laughs> I'd be like, everyone has to relax or I'm going to have to be a parent. And I don't want to be a parent.
0: Oh, I would hate to have to, like, be at all, like, a rule. St- like, I, I I, hate it because I didn't want to do that myself. Now, all of a sudden, right. I'm like, no, it's 1030. 30. You should be asleep, right? Yeah, now. you got to go. Or their bed. Fight. Kinda...
1: siblings are fighting, and you're like, you literally have to stop.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what else to tell you. Save this for tomorrow. It's like yeah. well, I would, I, I would always like tell the kids, like just fight tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> when I'm gone, they want to <laughs> like, see it. They want to <laughs> see this. Sh- they love that shit. They love you, and you're a fucking asshole, and they love you, so you're squ- so, you're squared.
1: <laughs> you know, go to bed first of all, and second of all, stop fighting
0: for like an hour. Please, please. Please. I'm on the phone with my girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Please. We all want to turn back the clock. For some, it's vanity. Others, just to relive those glory days. For me, I would like to wake up every morning with zero brain fog, a clear mind, and be energized as when I was younger. You know, I, uh, I'm slow in the morning, maybe, because of what I do to myself in the evenings, but I want to be able to host podcasts and do comedy and keep up in conversations well into my older age. Thanks to first person, I can take a more active role in my overall brain health. After witnessing the deteriorating effects Alzheimer's had on their father and grandfather's cognitive health, brothers Chris and Joe were determined to take their brain health into their own hands. 25 years of research and experimentation later, they created First Person, an innovative precision-targeted cognitive supplement system which uses the brain-boosting medicinal effects of mushrooms to activate the full potential of human cognition and brain health. First-person supplements made with functional mushrooms aims to stimulate the body's natural production of sleep neurotransmitters that trigger activities like energy, mood, and sleep. First-person uses 100% grain-free organic mushrooms as well as a highly curated blend of nutraceuticals sourced from the best in-class vendors. Uh, I, I struggle with like, getting a good night's sleep, so the moonlight supplement, you know, sleep is important. I had a trainer one time tell me that sleep is the second most anabolic thing you could do for your body. Start improving your brain health and cognition with First Person. Get 15% off your first order by going to getfirstperson.com and use code MIGHTY. That's G-E-T-F-I-R-S-T-P-E-R-S-O-N.com, code MIGHTY for 15% off your first order. Getfirstperson.com, code MIGHTY. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Ooh! Hello Fresh. Ooh, subscribing to Hello Fresh and check save money off your fall to do list. Hello Fresh is 25% cheaper than takeout and even less expensive than grocery shopping as well. So cozy up, save money, and cook at home. And fall is the perfect time to experience the delicious taste and unparalleled convenience of Hello Fresh. They got new vegan recipes on the menu made without any animal products, dairy, meat, eggs, or honey, sweet chili, tofu bows, spicy coconut curry, stir fry. Tiff really liked that one. I haven't had the uh, chicken sausage stuffed bell peppers in a while, but you know, I love that. The plans are flexible. Choose your meals, update your preferences. Like HelloFresh really knows how to work with you. So like enjoy that. And every season they throw up a bunch of new flavors. So for me, I like that HelloFresh saves me time and also eliminates some of my decision-making stuff, which is, you know, just taking that off of like, what should we have for dinner? It's like, no, it's here in the fridge. Let's make this. So, and it's easy and it's fast. So how else can I complain? Go to hellofresh.com/high65 and use code HIGH65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Go to HelloFresh.com, H-E-L-L-O-F-R-E-S-H dot com slash H-I-G-H-6-5 and use code HIGH65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit.
1: I also was a, a ski instructor for a while, which was in college. Which was like babysitting for a shorter period of time, more kids. It was like half camp, half babysitting, and that shit was wild. And then
0: just like the mountain involved, like the 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 bunny hill uh, as the a nice that variable. They could like
1: really hurt themselves. <laughs> <laughs> like the potential that I could like tear one of their ACLs or something.
0: <laughs> I broke a rib snowboarding last year, and it was the first time I had snowboarded in eighteen years. First run on the bunny hill, I wiped out and broke a rib <laughs> on camera too. So. Winner.
1: <laughs> huge. <Live the> dream. <laughs> I once went on a, a ski trip with like another family and the our families were friends, but I was like, had a huge crush on the kid that was my age in that family. And we both went, we went down, we were trying to go down only like greens and blues. I was new to snowboarding. Like I was like my third time going and I was like, yeah, greens and blues probably for me. And then we accidentally ended up on a black and I was like, all right, well, we just kind of got to get down this so then I like. <laughs> Wasted all my energy, just like, like what is it, loose leafing down the mountain, just going side to side on my <laughs> heels, and then we got back up and we were taking a green, which like I had just gotten down a black. I was like, I'm with it, and I ate. Shit. He was ahead of me. I ate shit so hard, you couldn't even believe it. And I tried to put my goggles on, and it couldn't fit over my eye. <laughs> and I I was I didn't really because it was that it, puffy. It hadn't occurred to me yet that that's what it was, but yes. So I was like, "All right," I just like put them on my head, and then he was waiting for me like a little bit further down the mountain, and I got down there, and I was like, "Oh, like I just like was taken in the view. Like it's gorgeous here." <laughs> and he was like, "Are you okay?" And <laughs> yeah. I was like, "Yeah, no, I was just like taking it in, like being like <laughs> sightseeing." And he was like, "Your eyes, fucking." huge. And I looked at myself in his goggles and my eye was like I couldn't even open it. Like it was so swollen, <laughs> swollen black and there I was being like, "No, nothing happened up I there." Like I was just sort of like, "What a gorgeous mountain."
0: Yeah, and that's kind of who I am. Like I like to take in the beauty and shit.
1: Yeah, stop and smell the flowers, kind of girl. He was like, "You need to stop <laughs> and like we need to call our parents." <laughs>
0: that's really funny that that dynamic that you just explained uh, reminds me of uh we used to go away with this other family who were my mom and dad's best friends but we called their kids cousins you know like that kind of relationship like oh that's my cousin scott my cousin nicole nicole was one year older than me and the gag was always like you and nicole used to bathe together when are you guys gonna get married haha and was like whatever (laughs) but one year at montauk nicole brought a friend like like i was 13 or 14 i was 13 or 12 and she was 13 or uh or 14 and she brought her friend and I (laughs) was immediately black eyed Shelby. I was like, Showing off at the pool, like I was trying so hard in like the way only a thirteen-year-old who's getting it wrong totally can. Yeah, I'm like I can do a flip, and I'd be like, ah, like lands really hard on my back. Did you see how hard I hit my back? It's probably bright red, right? (laughs) It's like, (laughs) and it, and in hindsight, like I, because I analyzed that weekend a lot in my life when I was like in my late teens, early twenties, and I would be like, I, I, I think she was kind of like. Eh, any port in the storm you know what I mean like I feel like I could have ended up kissing her or you know or like laying next to her or something like that because the vibes were there but I just never had and now we're talking about something insane but I never had like that finishing like I I, (laughs) there was a moment when I was like 36 married for like five years and I just had a moment where I was like man I all those girls that I was like really good friends with and hung out with all the time. I wonder <laughs> if I would have just said I liked you or tried if it to. It could have been something. I, I was just straight up was like, rejection would hurt worse than loneliness. And I just like, I made that, like, I guess I accidentally made that choice and never. And then, like, eventually you grow up, you're like, yeah, I used to hang out with this girl twice Friday, every Friday and Saturday night for like two years it's like seventh grade eighth grade we were hanging out all the time oh we yeah we would like do things like slow dance and like watch scary movies and it's like i don't know and like cuddle on the
1: couch and like just be like really intimate and like i would tell her like things i wouldn't tell other people and she'd tell me (laughs) things she wouldn't tell other people i
0: would come so many times
1: (laughs) and then yeah then she had a boyfriend and we stopped talking
0: Yeah, there's like literally six girls in my life from Long Island. It's like, and then she got a boyfriend and we didn't really hang out that much anymore. It's like, oh, I was.
1: Oh, uh. I was her boyfriend. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I, uh, there's also like, I had guys that I, I was talking on the phone with till like four in the morning in high school. Yes. And I was like, we are really close. <laughs> I'm just one of the guys that way.
0: Yeah, my (laughs) friend Kim and I would watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer with our phones. Like, I would call her house, and we would both sit in our rooms for one hour every week and watch Buffy and talk on the commercials and throughout the episode. I was like,
1: Oh, I I wonder. (laughs) I wonder. Are you getting tired?
0: (laughs) You (laughs) go to sleep.
1: (laughs) No, you go to sleep. Literally, you first. I'm not. I don't want. I'll stay up. (laughs) Whatever. And then you're like, "This is my buddy."
0: Yeah, <laughs> I like Willow because I'm an interesting guy. I don't love. I'm not attracted to Buffy. I'm. Oh, I'm. I'm into Willow. Allison I'm... Hannigan. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then. Obviously, American Pie comes along. No, <laughs> oh, I let's just say
0: <laughs> I really did have a crush on Willow because of her voice. Watch, she, she had like a little of a squeaky voice, and I was just like into that as a young man. Yeah. And then when when Bandcamp uh, Bandcamp came out, when American Pie came out, and she's like, I put a flute in my pussy. I was like, oh, <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> you were like, yes, you did.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know this from the Keeping Records podcast about my. In like dumb heteronormative normativity uh normativity ah, that's not it but like uh, of how clueless share from clueless like affected me so insane mm-hmm. like just that age in my life where i was like i'm in love with the character from that tv show <laughs> and <laughs> if we ever met i think
1: she would be in love with me too
0: if she just got to know me <laughs> <laughs> i'm like really funny and i can almost ollie
1: If she took like 15 minutes just to like have a conversation with me, I think everything would change. Yeah,
0: if she just let me touch her tits, it would rule. (laughs) Like eventually, it flips to like has nothing to do with them. They they have no agency in the conversation. Like, oh, I wish I could just like hold her tits while she slept. It's like what?
1: (laughs) I'm not even in a gross way, just in like a supportive way. Yeah, like like, I'm her bra.
0: I want to be her bra. I want to be her bra so bad. (laughs) Underwire. No, thanks.
1: No, under underhand. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I also did you have babysitters or because you were the oldest, you didn't really have them.
0: We uh, we had them for a little while, and then uh, I eventually transitioned to the babysitter and uh, I. I had, like, we had a a, a a female babysitter, and that was, like, grandma would do, like, grandma or grandpa would do, like, overnights, but we had, like, this female babysitter who would be around a lot, and who I definitely was probably, a, a, like, if I'm having flashes of, like, I was an 11-year-old pervert, like, around <laughs> her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's like, please, John, back to your room, please.
0: <laughs> Go to Sleep. Sleep.
1: <laughs> I need like 15 minutes just to feel like a human.
0: Yeah. No, I don't want to watch Jade with Linda Fiorentino <laughs> with you.
1: One of the best parts about being babysat was trying to see like how you could how you could, I guess, manipulate them into believing certain things were true about how you lived in your life. Like you were
0: like Bro, mom always lets us do this. Yeah.
1: yeah or like, like actually on Fridays, we're allowed to watch South Park. <laughs> <laughs>
0: dude i'm having flat i'm having flashbacks to straight up we we wouldn't even do stuff that was to our advantage we would just lie to 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 trick a person see if you could you're like oh also our
1: bedtime is actually 30 minutes earlier on thursdays (laughs) and she's like okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) we had like if like when it was just me and my younger brother eventually like My youngest brother was born, and I was still not old enough to babysit. I was only like nine or eight or nine when he was born, so there's sometimes a baby there too. And we would be like, we saw, we saw Jason walking, uh, like you know, we'd be like, he he was up in the middle of the night walking around last time you babysat. You can't let him do that. Like just make up shit to like. (laughs) Mom was pissed. (laughs) Mom was really
1: upset because we told her about it the next day, and she said that she was really mad.
0: We would do like fake fights. My brother would be like, ow, ow, ow. Let go, let go, let go. And then she would like open the door and she'd be like, are you in here alone? And then I would be like cackling in the other room. (laughs) Babysitter's like, what the
1: fuck? I did what I would describe as the weirdest prank I consistently pulled on my babysitter. (laughs) Made no sense. Almost uh, detrimental. Like I, what I would do is I would, there was a couch in the living room. And I would get under the cushions and be as flat as I could to try and not look like I was there. And then wait till she sat down on me and then go, Ow! What the (laughs) fuck? I was literally there. What are you doing? Make her feel bad. It's like, well, first of all, it hurt. I was young. (laughs) And second of all, like, what?
0: (laughs) You got her. Good work, Shelby. High
1: five. All the time
0: well your older sister's like you know what you would like being like under couch cushions yeah she's and like you like... would
1: actually probably fit in there
0: <laughs> yeah. oh okay cool
1: <laughs> i'd be like no way my older brother is like completely out of the question my older brother was like an adult from the day he was a babe like he was born an adult and
0: is he older than your sister too
1: yeah he's a year older than my sister my sister's two years older than me and then i have a younger brother who's two years younger than me
0: Oh, very close in age.
1: yeah yeah That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, not a lot, but you know, more than fours, plenty, three feels like a
0: lot when I go home.
1: (laughs) And and we like babysitters would like not have to deal with Harrison because he would just deal with himself. Like he once hit my sister and then put himself in timeout. (laughs) And when they came in, she was crying and they were like, What's going on in here? And he was sobbing in the corner and he said, I hit up, but I'm in timeout. <laughs> so it was like, they didn't have to deal with him at all. And then there was like me and my younger brother who were tiny menaces, <laughs> like just running around being like, what can we do? <laughs> like, like, like little gremlin demons getting Bru- our little hands on everything. And then like, my yeah, my sister was like a little bit in between. She was a little bit hot tempered, but like fine. Wasn't like crazy, and then like me and my younger brother just being like <laughs>
0: in the vents and shit, Starting. Yeah, around, just being like,
1: "Here now, like we're gonna find me," and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Like doing like a horror film, and like babysitting me was probably like partially like watching like.
0: The Uh, the Shining. Shining. Yeah, like
1: uh, me and my younger brother being like, come play with us, Christina. (laughs) And she's like, ew, like, stop, you fucking weirdos.
0: I, I, I would describe me and my brothers as like practically feral like when, once my, once we stopped having babies, once my parents were like, yo, we can keep an extra $40 in our pocket by just weaponizing the oldest son mm-hmm. and like, we'll just leave them pizza money and they can go fucking crazy. We it like three boys, me and my brother are like two and a half years apart. And then my younger brother is like seven or eight years younger than me. Uh, so like, there's a little bit of a gap, but we had like the uh, alliances were constantly evolving, but yes. it was always two V one well, with we were three. In,
1: yeah. That's tricky. We, we you had nev- four.
0: Yeah. Would you, sometimes you'd get paired up at least. You could have girls versus boys, young versus old, old and young. But like ours would just be like take turns being the whipping boy of the three of us. And like <laughs> I, I would be like a 13 year old boy who is being like absolutely harassed by like an 11 year old and like a five year old. <laughs> like they'd be like making my life hell. I'd be like crying, like leave me alone. <laughs> it's like I'm getting like, dying. Literally,
1: I'm supposed to be in charge tonight. <laughs>
0: Uh, my, my, my brother, the one who's close in age has two boys who are the exact same, uh, has two of his own sons who are the exact same age difference as me and him and his wife, my sister-in-law is, uh, an only child. And when, when the second kid was born, I said to my brother, I was like, yo, does your wife, I'm trying not to use names here. So I feel like I'm just making everyone your wife (laughs) and brother, but does your wife know what, like those boys are gonna be doing when no one's around <laughs> like if not if they're not being watched for like five minutes and he was like she has no fucking clue and i can't even tell her because she'll ha- she'll start panicking now and it's like we would like talk my youngest brother into pissing on the dog like yeah, we would like we would, we, would, we would like put dog shit like on like press like whip dog shit at each other put like like but like we were everything was gross. Everything was so fucking nasty. And we would be like outside for like seven hours, like just in the yard, just making like, okay, eat both of the cicadas and one ant now. <laughs> you know, I and mean? be like, okay. It's like that's my okay. Turn. I'll do it.
1: You're puking for like three days. Um wh- me and my younger brother used to run over worms with a scooter to see if we could bring them back to life. Like just net like kids are fucking weird, yeah. and we would like encourage each other so then it would keep lasting longer. And we'd be like, "Do you want to play vet- veterinarian today?" And we would go out, kill worms, and then try and save their lives as veterinarians.
0: That's fucking awesome. <laughs> That's like <laughs> so specific. We'd there like,
1: "Okay, this one's like we're I think we're gonna make this one work." And worms like will wiggle around for a while after they're dead, so we thought we were doing it <laughs> the most dangerous part was that we thought we were talented <laughs> i was like okay bringing them back from the dead then you like come outside and there's just like 800 worms cut in half <laughs> and my parents are like what went on in here and i was like that was the hospital
0: for the day. <laughs> now it's the mess hall time to eat
1: <laughs> Now, now it is something of a graveyard, but we did our best to save each and every single one of them. I promise you that—that's the oath I took, was to try and save each and give them everything I had.
0: The wormocratic oath. Uh, Yeah. We we, uh, we had this like row of trees next to the first house that I we moved when I was like thirteen, but like this one house that we lived in had like a row of trees that divided the front yard and the backyard. And there was like a low fence in the backyard, but the trees were like evergreen trees with a ton of branches, kind of like Christmas tree adjacent kind of things. So you could, we could and did climb up the little chain link fence. That's like four feet off the ground. And then leap from that into the trees and kind of get stuck in the trees. Like a Velcro wall. Like a Velcro, but like you can get inside (laughs) a little and kind of get your feet and your butt on like certain branches and like hold on to certain other branches. And we started hanging out like a lot in these trees like we couldn't like my dad was never going to build us a tree house or even be yeah, but you were like, like it's here <laughs> it's as close <laughs> as we can get until one day my dad was like trimming the hedges or something and found like we had like toys sweatshirts jackets like we had like all this shit like in this world and it must have looked like fucking carcosa or something to my dad. He like he's like what is that it's like oh it's an it's john's ocean pacific jacket like hanging on it's like, oh <laughs> we had like fucking weird old, you know, like the one porno magazine that the neighbor yeah. kids found was just like, we had like all these like treasures wedged in there. And it was like, it was almost like, I guess like if a kid maybe had a more rural life than I did, I was like suburban city kid. Like yeah. if a more rural kid might be like, we would go into the woods where we had all this fun stuff stashed. Ours was just like five feet off the, the street, ground. Yeah. In the yard. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a tree in plain sight. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, we we didn't ever find any magazines. Like, the only magazines we could find in the house were, like, workout magazines. But I remember <laughs> there was a day that my brother was babysitting all of us, and we were flipping through the channels, and we found, like, a forbidden channel.
0: And we were like,
1: whoa. And it was just, like, me and my siblings, like, I guess watching porn together, which is – so weird in hindsight you're like why were we doing that like that's the last thing i want to do with the people that i'm related to but we were just kind of like holy shit
0: yeah i mean there's like it's like one of those like well this ain't gonna happen again let's like we all just have
1: to forget that we're together and get in on this
0: i babysat one kid who had whose parents had spice and like uh when the kid would fall asleep i'd be like Okay, but like you'd be so afraid to get caught, you'd have to be like the kid
1: comes downstairs.
0: Yeah, you can't have that. So you gotta like put couch cushions at the top of the stairs so that they like would hesitate or kick them. Got to go like mute, and you're like all of a sudden you're like now I, I you know now I can't <laughs> finish without like the promise of getting caught by some a
1: police <laughs> officer or a parent or something. <laughs> Did you ever babysit a kid that said something like super creepy to you? That's like always the weirdest part about no
0: kids. no i mean yeah they like accidentally one time a, a, a kid was sleeping and he said the king the block the glock the juvenile like in his sleep that phrase and it stuck with me i don't know if it's song lyrics but he said or like the king the queen the block the the jock the the, the doctor the suver and i was just like i was like what the fuck you're uh like
1: you're twisted i had a kid once come cry to me and say how much she missed her grandfather and I, this was at camp and I was like, oh, like, you want to write him a letter? Do you want to do something? And she goes, uh, she was like, well, I can't, he's dead. And I was like, oh, like, I'm really sorry to hear that. Like, do you have any really good memories with him that we, you want to like share? And she goes, we never met. And she like had woken up sad about it, like was like, and I was like, that really scares me.
0: <laughs> Yo, that's unsettling. That's some like real shit though, too. That feels that like explain like, you know, that that's like evidence of something. You know, I was literally you like,
1: okay, um, well, we could just go on a walk or something. <laughs> like, okay. Well, I'm a little out of my depths then. Um...
0: <laughs> this, this isn't my story. This is a friend's story. My, my old neighbor, he moved, but, uh, he had a kid, he was an ex pot smoker then had kids and then like they got he got old enough that he was like you have any you have any weed wife's out of town kids are going to sleep I, I'm i gonna watch a movie I thought I'd smoke a bowl and see how it goes and I was like yeah I dropped off weed the next morning I go uh, like I text him I'm like how'd it go last night Did you bug out you look like you know just busting balls this is like a man in California in 2014 or whatever and he's like he's like uh Right after I hit the bowl, my son came out of his bedroom, wiping his eyes and said, "Daddy, are you a ghost?" and when I said, "No, i'm not son you and he goes, "Oh, am i and my friend my friend was like I'm not gonna smoke weed again for a few years. <laughs> like I'm like he's like I he's like I chose the one night is the night my son is like Being having up. a paranormal event. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just like uh, as far as I know, no. But now I no don't promises. know. No promises. Yeah. I guess I don't know. That's a fucked up question. <laughs>
0: That's so fucking crazy. Yeah, kids. Kids are creep. I mean, this is not the topic at all. But like that's like what people say, like the kids, kids are still sensitive to like, uh, you know, like the illusion, like they don't, they don't explain stuff away meant like, Oh, that noise I heard must've been nothing. You know, like they like, yeah. they're, they're a little more sensitive to the paranormal or the unusual because of, they have not been like, that's not what happens. Like, shut that's up, no, that's not reality. And, right. <laughs> but exactly. I, yeah.
1: And then, yeah, I just, kids, I, I, being at camp was weird because you would sleep in the room with them. So you would see like all the stuff that they would do. Oh, Which yeah. was just <laughs> kind of like, uh. and I had a camper who was like, never slept, walk, never slept, talked my first two summers, my third summer there. She started, she like was having stomach issues that year. This is what her mom told me. She was like, and because of them, it's given her a lot of stress. And now she like will sleep, walk and sleep talk. Oh, And I was like. Oh, it sounds like she shouldn't be going to summer camp anymore. <laughs> I was yeah, like,
0: sounds like you have some root causes that we want to. I was like, well, she's
1: on the top bunk, so I'd like it if she stayed strapped in. But <laughs> I remember like sitting in my bed and just watching her like shoot up, and I was like, no, absolutely not, no way, no way, no get way. Get out, get the
0: fuck out of here. Get I'd be the like, fuck you're out.
1: twisted, and you have to go to you have to go to another bunk.
0: <laughs> Yeah, you're like we Saran wrapped her to her bed, and uh, she shit herself constantly. Her stomach. She is wakes stormed. up sobbing.
1: She's like, I don't know what I'm, I'm like. I, you were being fucked up.
0: You you're know? a fucking weird. You're the weirdo here.
1: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right? All Every, right, everyone else in the bunk, isn't she the weirdo? <laughs> yeah, I had a kid. <laughs> this is the grossest story of being a camp counselor and oh, from yeah. babysitting. Like, this is like, but I was once we had water ski at camp, and that we were on the boat, and we docked. And then we were walking back to the bunk. And when I got back to the bunk, the bunk was covered in shit inside. And the camp director had a dog. And so I assumed Safe the dog <laughs> shit and like ran around, tracked it all over the bunk, whatever. So I was like, oh, man, this is disgusting. I'm like- my campers were like 10 and I'm with them being like, this is disgusting. This is the worst smell in the world. (laughs) Like really ripping on it. And then me and uh, my co-counselor spent like an hour, hands and knees, like cleaning up shit from all over the bunk, like gagging, just like the grossest thing. And we're telling jokes about it all day with the kids. And then later that night, this kid of mine came up to me and she goes, Hey, um, it wasn't the dog. And what happened was this girl ran back from the boats, shit her pants on the way, ran around the bunk in a panic. Shit got everywhere. And then she hid in a stall till we all left and then put her shit clothes in her laundry bag. So the bunk still smelled awful, because oh. all of the cleaning we did didn't do anything, and then also on top of that, we were railing on how bad it smelled. We were oh, making man. this girl feel terrible all day, that, and she that was like, is "Brutal." She was like, "I just don't even know what to do with the clothes." And we were like, <laughs> "Oh, well, we're not gonna leave them in the bunk, you psychopath. We're gonna go clean them, weird ass." <laughs> it's like why did you hide them you it smells so bad but instead it was literally like oh my god it's like nobody even noticed it's all we've talked about for like eight hours <laughs> it was like literally it's like barely anybody will remember yeah the whole worry, summer man.
0: yeah the yeah. whole summer
1: and, we were like remember when the bunks smelled like ass
0: we had a kid shit his pants in school and uh, in high school and he graduated but his mom was still like a hall monitor and we would still roast her about it. Like her like son shit her pants like at this point five or so years ago. And we're still like, hey, like hey, how's Danny doing? Is you all right? Is he wiping good? You know, like, you know, like yeah. has he gotten
1: all the shit off of his butt? She's like, he's literally grown. <laughs> he-
0: he's dead. You fucks. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Uh. He probably buried in shit, though, right? Yeah. I like, probably died from the relax. stench of poo-poo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shelby, thank you so much for coming on High and Mighty. I'm glad to have met you doing your podcast, Keeping Records, and I'm so stoked to find out what a fucking freak you were as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you for having me on. This is a blast.
0: Hell yeah. Do you want to tell the shitheads uh, or my listeners whatever uh, they prefer? Uh, whatever, Whatever their preferred pronoun is I call I use shithead. Um mm-hmm. what uh w- where can people find or what do you want to plug all that jazz, you know, that classic jazz? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen shitheads. This is me doing <laughs> your thing. <laughs> you listen it still on shitheads coming Shelby from W
1: here. and we're talking my podcast. You can find it on anything you listen to this podcast from. Uh no, for real, you can listen to my podcast Keeping Records on wherever uh,
0: whatever you're listening to it, this episode in take that, open that app right now and, uh, subscribe to keeping records and listen. But if you don't listen, at least just subscribe right exactly. now, Just give, them, give her the juice. It's give a really fun podcast. And, and if and you I'm being and your-
1: honest, just put it on when you're already asleep yeah give us let the it run. listen why not let it run <laughs> let it run uh socials on everything are my god-given name shelby
0: wolstein thank you god god gave me that name <laughs> my parents wouldn't name me cara but god said no
1: <laughs> god said it had to be shelby so i said a no biblical worries. name shelby <laughs> went with god. a classic uh a cl- yeah sarah rebecca rachel shelby Um, uh, on everything follow follow if you want and uh, yeah that's
0: kind of my whole
1: deal anything (laughs) I'm (laughs) doing I'll post on there
0: you'll find it trust me I'll let you know
1: I'll let you know
0: Oh, Shelby this was a real pleasure Uh, for the shitheads you know my other stuff but I got Action Boys actionboys.biz, Patreon podcast also The Movie Buff live every Monday night at 11 Eastern 8 Pacific on Spotify Live and now on HBO Max, all eight episodes of 101 Places to Party Before You Die, so all of you that were cable cutters or uh don't work at a prison where True is playing constantly and you have no, like, now you can track down our show. So check out my travel show, that I co-host with my buddy Adam Pally, now on HBO Max. I'm sure you fucking podcast hipsters got HBO Max. You gotta have HBO Max. If not, you're missing out. This House of Dragon, more like House of Drinking with Gabriel <laughs> <and> Pally, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Bye, shitheads. Bye, shitheads.
0: Goodbye, shitheads.
1: That was a headgun podcast in a part of the world where there are no
0: rules. Holy shit. Holy guys. shit, guys. Holy I'm so pumped. I definitely have not watched this since I rented it on VHS in 92. Strangers united by the threat of death. We got all the fucking major players. Seagal. Vladimir Putin is a good man. Arnold. You're come coming. Give it to me. I need you to cream pie me now. Stallone. i are love this movie. <laughs> it's actually, it's got a lot of heart. you mentally irregular. <laughs> now... Game down. You wake up after a few years and then you don't even know who you are anymore. We're going to be making Terminators. We're <laughs> going to make a really great deal with the Xenomorphs. What? <laughs> I don't hate them, but I've been in a roommate. <laughs> yes, I understand. This is now the 20th ending of the movie. <laughs> I am dark. I'm your dad. Action. Boys. Boys will be boys. Subscribe here for bonus content and more free stuff from behind the paywall.